Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Hello. Podcast. My name is Mark, and once again, I am joined by Jackie. Hey. Hello, Jackie. And I'm also joined by Miles. Hey. Who spoke uh, first. Uh, and the three of us are a podcast that only talks about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh, and all of the media created around the manga by that name. Uh, and we have covered all of the anime and like a few other things on uh, our podcast in the past and you can hear all of those old episodes by going to anchor.fm slash jjbpod you can also find us on twitter at jjbpod and you can listen to us here or email us jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com so the yes, main th- thing is listening to us though right that's the most important thing i would find it weird if people just followed us on twitter considering we mostly just tweet the episodes Mm-hmm. If they were like, I don't listen to the show anymore, but I do email them. <laughs> some of our some of our listeners' emails could actually back that theory up. Mm. Sometimes I'm like, what is this about? <laughs> what are you doing? Um, yeah. So this week we watched the first episode of I don't know what to call it, but uh, the Kishbe Rohan will not move. Uh, Kishbe Rohan wa ukokanai, Japanese TV drama. That uh, came out at the end of last December, so a few weeks ago, on Japan's NHK TV. Mm. Long December. It was a long December, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, And so we watched the first episode this week and are going to watch the other two episodes. They are each, I guess in broadcast terms, they were probably an hour long, but we didn't watch any commercials, so they were about 45 minutes. Um. And they are based on the uh, one-shot manga um, that are spin-offs about Rohan from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4. Um, so we covered these back in the day. Well, sort of. I believe Episode 2 will be based on a Rohan short story that was written not by Araki, but by some novelist or light novelist. So uh. that'll be brand new to us. And I forget, I don't remember what episode three is based on. It might also be based on one of the anime OAVs we already talked about. Okay. So, but yes. OAV? uh, OAV or OVA. Original anime video, original video animation. I've I've seen both. Okay. Um, I didn't make a mistake. I I was like, Mark, what is this? I simply chose a different interpretation. (laughs) Um... So yeah, this this week is it's uh we're we're seeing a new spin on an old tale. Um but before we talk about the specifics of s- sort of I guess live action jade drama Rohan. Yay. Uh we're going to take a stop in our Millionaire's Village. That is Good. the village where people who have an email send us emails. To Jojo's Bizarre Pod. Are we the millionaires? At gmail.com. We're at this point like billionaires. Okay. We've gotten so many emails. The <laughs> millionaires. <laughs> oh, hey, do you guys want to know now what anime won the Listener's Choice Award? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, let's do it. I As as of two days ago, I know the result. I'll see if there happens to be any last minute stragglers that voted. But then close the voting. They can't vote anymore after you announce. Yeah, I mean, Lock I can the see gates. the dates. I, I can see the dates, and so anybody that hears the result and goes, no, I don't want you to do that epi- that anime, 
I think most people will be, will be cool with it, though. I'm so excited. I'm pretty excited. What do you guys think it will be based on everything we watched last year? Do you guys have any guesses as to which anime or movie everyone liked the most? I know Moomins was winning, and I would be fine with that. Mm, I did say, though, that I believe Moomins was the product of ballot stuffing. So really not that many people actually voted for Moomins. I don't know. Ooh, I regret to inform you there's a tie. No! There is a tie. Wait, wait, what are we going to do? Um, We could probably just, I don't know. Watch put both? A, put, out a, put out a Twitter poll of both. I don't no, know. No, or we can just watch both. We have all the time in the world before another JoJo oh, comes the out. the time I need. Yeah. Maybe. Someone asked if we would make merch and they'd rock a JJB pod t-shirt if it was like 10 to 12 bucks. Who Who is this? I don't know. It's anonymous. There's no way we could, no, you, there's where? No way we could make oh. a profit at selling it for 10 to 12 bucks. Was that part of the survey? No, I just left an open comment field. Um, there are other great comments like P.S. I'm horny. Cool. Josuke makes me horny. Good. Uh, from Bizarre Buccaneer, I see keep up the great work and have a good 2021. Thanks. Who I believe is hentai homie wrote Siemens greetings from the homie. Oh boy. <laughs> this was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a little after Christmas. I enjoyed many of the shows you all ended up watching, so it was really hard to just pick one. Uh, I'm very much a fan of this podcast. Uh, some other people, I think Peach left her name but we have a tie right now hi everyone it's mark here with a quick note uh, on the podcast i'm about to say that there was a tie on the listeners choice awards between my hero academia and revolutionary girl utena but i was mistaken google Forms' results page kind of sucks and it was actually a tie between my hero academia and doro hedoro uh, so we'll be examining those shows when we get the chance we might watch more utena if we have time uh, as we talk about, Miles was not there last year, although hopefully Stone Ocean is confirmed soon and we don't have time for anything except JoJo. Anyway, here goes the rest of the show. Between My Hero Academia mm. and Revolutionary Girl Utena. Mm. Isn't that interesting? That's like the first show we watched in 2020. Yeah. Those are both episodes that I was not on. Holy shit. Okay, then so, we got, let's do them both, and then Miles will, <laughs> Miles has to be on both of them. <laughs> I, I think uh, this was, this was orchestrated, the perhaps by Miles. No, 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 they, they like you, and they want to hear your take. I don't know, Mark. I think this was pro-Miles uh, anarchists <laughs> who want you to take over this podcast and just talk about whatever. Talk about whatever. You're going to regret that. You're going to regret to reap what you have sown, listeners, but we will do it. Maybe we'll watch both. Yeah, I think we should. No, I think we should. But we'll, we'll we'll watch one of them, um, you know, a couple of episodes, and then we'll we'll take a we'll pause and we'll watch we'll watch a couple of um uh, listener Patreon picks, and then we'll come back to uh, the other one. Okay. Yeah, and we said um I don't know where we left it on if we're gonna do all these Rohan live actions in a row or if we're gonna go back and forth to Patreon picks. Um, oh, I really true. Don't care either way. Okay, okay. I think <laughs> but, we should go back and forth. Yeah, oh, I, okay. That's fine with me. Because it's not like everyone's seen these Rohan drama episodes and is dying to hear about it. You know? Yeah, mm -hmm. we, like we got to drag it out. We got to drag it all out. And also, like, like kind of, you know, like mix in the JoJo's content with the everything else. Um, but yeah, I just want to make sure we don't get too big of a backlog of uh, Patreon picks. That too. 
That's where the money is, baby. We have thousands of people that that want us to talk about mm-hmm. stuff. We don't have that. That's not true. That was a joke, you see. We're swimming in money like that duck. You know the duck. This is the second time in two days that I've had someone say... Scrooge McDuck? That duck, and they didn't know it was Scrooge McDuck. Really? Scrooge McDuck. Yes. Yesterday, someone did the same thing. I thought Scrooge was a seasonal character. No. Scrooge no. McDuck is the uncle of Huey, Dewey, and Louie duck <laughs> okay so his and name news. is scrooge all year round not yeah. just no. during the yeah he's yeah a, he's a miserly foul his name is just scrooge but he also in uh, mickey's christmas carol he plays scrooge in scrooge's in mm. in mickey's christmas carol gotcha gotcha the rest of the year he's known as splurge mcduck and he spends money on everything no. oh nice yeah a lot of people don't know that Our first email is from Colton. And I knew that on the first take, I didn't have to restart this segment. Yeah, you're not a dumbass. (laughs) I was not a dumbass in any case, Miles. This email is called Hope All Is Well. Hey everyone, Colton here. I wanted to say thanks for all the content through these crazy times. Out of all the shows you watched in 2020, Kaiji was definitely my favorite and I binged the entire series. I almost read that as binged the entire series, by the way. (laughs) I am also really big into the Berserk manga, so I was glad to hear you cover the 97 anime. Or glad to hear you covered the 97 anime. There is no real point to this email other than to say thanks, and I hope you are all doing well. I originally started listening while I watched JoJo for the first time. However, over time, I came to the realization that it wasn't JoJo keeping me around. It was you guys. Mind you, this is the first and only podcast I listened to. Wow. Here's to another year of anime, Colton. P.S. Pre-COVID, I found out the arcade in my area, Galloping Ghost, I've heard good things about that, has a cabinet for JoJo's Venture. I haven't had a chance to go in a while since quarantine, but I look forward to the chance to play it in person. That being said, what is your favorite arcade machine, one that you would seek out the second you step into an arcade? Sorry if it's been asked before. It has not. It has not, and that's a good question. Yeah. It's unfortunate if it's only JoJo's Venture, by the way. That was the first JoJo's fighting game, and they updated it like a year later. So you should ask if they can up, update the uh, the board for you. Colton, there are bo- better podcasts than our podcast. Don't tell them that. Okay. I was just <laughs> thinking, don't check out any other podcast. like, where's your first and only podcast? That's amazing. You can't compare us to like the big budget, like ones with like real comedians on them. <laughs> what I is a comedian? It's possible that Colton did bing the entire series because the icon in his email is the the clip guy clippy from microsoft word mm. so maybe he's just a big oh. microsoft stan wow and mark just like i worked at microsoft so that. i just saw it as bing yeah it's you it know could bing? be bing Never colton mind. is a cool name it is cool yeah sure oh, it's like boy. a kind of horse on top of things <laughs> I, <laughs> or I, some kind of gun i don't know yeah i don't know yeah, it's cold uh, outside. Put your not, coat it's on. It's not a name. It's not a name I've I've heard much, so I don't have an opinion on it. Mm. Mark, what is your favorite arcade machine? Uh, I would either seek out Street Fighter Three Third Strike, which is on the same hardware as the JoJo's game. Uh, one of the like mid two thousands DDR machines, like mm. uh, the eighth mix, sixth or seventh mix. Um. I used to love Time Crisis 2. I'd play that a lot. Um, we might be here all night. 
So what, what's your favorite? You can't have twenty favorites. <laughs> but they're so different. I I can't weigh DDR over you know a fighting game. I think DDR. I think DDR. DDR and Third Strike are your picks, and you're done talking now. Okay. Fine. <laughs> fine. Which My, DDR was it we played back at Sports World? Um. R.I.P. Sports World. Uh, we played, well, they had two. They had Eighth Mix, which was extreme, and that was like front and center. And then further down near the bumper cars, they had Seventh Mix, which was called Max 2. Mm. Um, they had their, their, you know, they each had pros and cons. When I first started dating Mark, he was very into DDR. That's true. Wait, fact. when I first started dating Mark, he was big no. into DDR. We never dated Miles. <laughs> That's not a thing that happened. Thank God. Um, Come on, man. Do you guys have favorite arcades? Yes. What do you got? Uh, Ladybug. It's like Pac-Man, but oh, yeah. better. And the art is a babe. It's just a babe dressed like a ladybug. Like it looks like a like a like a sexy Halloween costume. Like part, you're in Party City, and you're like, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh hey, <laughs> it's a sexy. I could ladybug. be a bug. You want to have sex with? <laughs> no, but it's it's cool because it's like Pac-Man, but better. Uh, I don't know which one came first, and I probably don't want to know because I still think like, Ladybug is better. Do you like Ms. Pac-Man though? They're the same. Pac-Man and Ms. Uh, Pac-Man—they're very similar. I'm gonna go ahead and All right. disagree. Well, Ms. Pac-Man is the is the better one. It is. It, it's, it's just objective. it's the second one. It's the one that everybody like knows. It has it's got more, multiple boards. It has more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Miles. Um, oh, you had more to say on Ladybug, Jackie? Ladybug is great. Uh, I since Mark got to pick two, I'm also going to say um, Ghosts and Goblins is really, really fucking hard. But I like playing it. You're a masochist. I've just learned. Yes, yes. But I mean, it just eats. It just eats all my quarters, and then I'm like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> why don't we go to? Why don't we go to arcades? I mean, COVID aside, why don't we go to arcades now that we have money? Uh, because a lot of them are closed, but I, I would go to Barcade in New York. Um, yeah. One of the Barcades, like, you know, whenever nearby. Okay. Did you never go cool. to Barcade with, with me or us? I, I don't know if I've ever been in the city. I have been to the one in Jersey City. Yeah, yeah. I think we've been, because you're like a, a beer guy. I'm a beer guy. They're, they're too crowded a lot of the time, though. I don't like it that they're, when they're too crowded. Oh, I don't crowded. give a fuck. Oh, really? It's true. I go right in there and I'm like, are you going to play? Huh? Oh, I don't like that. Do you want to play with me? I like going No, you're to, right, though. Especially the New York ones. I like they get going, really crowded. I like going to arc- arcades that aren't bars because they're not as crowded. Because it's just a bunch of nerds who want to play video games. <laughs> a lot more children, yeah, though. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. The thing that is nice about... I mean, like, you're right what you're saying about Barcade. But yeah. what is nice is, like, people will just, like, play a game and they're adults and they just, like, they're bad at it or whatever and they just walk away. Yeah. If you go to, like, a proper arcade, there will be kids who are, like, really good at it or That's really obsessed true. and they'll just stay there forever. That's true. That's true. Um, Some of them are smelly from having been there all day. Yeah. If you're playing DDR, not just, like... No, some of them are smelly anyway. <laughs> okay. Miles, what do you got? I think the only one that I really committed much time to was DDR with you. Mm. How much did you really and play? I don't but remember that. was that. a long time ago. I played a lot because... That's what all my friends were doing oh, for true. a long time, and I had like metal pads in my basement. So if you went oh, to an yeah. arcade, if you went to an arcade now, would you gravitate to the DDR machine? I would try it for sure, yeah. and see how much my legs would hurt. It doesn't go away. <laughs> You'd still remember how to do it. Wow, I I I believe you, and I think um, like the Simpsons beat 'em ups. Oh yeah, I always liked. 
Mm. That's a great one. I mean, in a similar vein, my flavor is more the Ninja Turtles one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Same developers and stuff. But yeah, that, that Simpsons one was a classic. Just walking by and hearing Bart and Maggie or whatever going like, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. What oh, a time. Great question, Colton. Video games. I was hoping, Jackie, you would say that one where you bonk the lizards, the crocodiles as they come out of their holes. I don't know why, but I feel like what you like that What are you talking that about? That's not a video game. It's an arcade machine, though. It doesn't involve video, but it is... Oh, I wasn't even thinking of those kinds of games, but I don't like, that's not my favorite. I don't like anything real time. I don't, I, that's not true. You like those turn-based arcade games. I like turn-based, yeah. You put in a quarter and then you sit there and say, hmm, <laughs> how will I take damage on this turn? No, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, if, uh, I'm trying to think of like what other, I don't call those arcade games. They're just games. Amusement games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the bowling one. Or the one where What's you. What's the bowling one? Oh, it has Bowling a name. Bowling for Columbine. It has a name. It's like Ski Ball or something. <laughs> oh, Ski Ball. Oh, ha- yeah. Ski Ball is awesome. Yeah. I, I never knew it had a name. I just would always call it bowling. <laughs> so you think when you go to a bowling alley that you... It's the same thing. You it's throw the same a bowling motion. ball at the pins and then it jumps up into a circle and like sinks into a hole <laughs> and it's like 10 pins, a strike. Yeah, it's the same thing. Okay. Mark, there's a fucking basketball game where you shoot like... balls into a hoop but you don't do anything else it's still called basketball jackie bowling involves knocking pins down at the end of a lane you knock things down or you hit a no you you don't in ski ball the ball goes into a hole that gives you points oh actually you know which one was my favorite in chuggy cheese there was one where there was like a barbie riding a jet ski and you had like this water gun and you shot water to the target and the barbie riding the jet ski would I don't know. I don't. That's remember. one of those like carnival games. I like that one. Yeah, that was my favorite one. Did you I would specifically get so like many the tickets. Barbie one, or did you like any other car- carnival ones? Like you know, I'm balloon fills up. Chuck E. Cheese had that one, and okay, I played okay. it all the time, and I got so many tickets. Okay, I was not dating you when you Went were to going Cheese. to Chuck E. Cheese. Thankfully, <laughs> also Chuck E. Cheese has the best pizza I've ever had in my entire this life. This is the most absurd thing Jackie's ever said, what? and she said it on several occasions. She's not drunk. She's saying this. <laughs> Totally cognizant. Jackie does not really I, like we, red we, sauce. It came, it came up. It came up. It, like it came up. Like uh, the last time we saw my family or something. At some point, like someone brought up Chuck E. Cheese, and everybody was like, "Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese has the best pizza." And I was googling divorce on my phone. <laughs> um, it's just so cheesy. It's just cheese. It's just like greasy. It's just grease. His name is Charles Entertainment Cheese. I guess we shouldn't expect the best marinara on his pizzas. I love Chuck E. Cheese. Back in the day. That's nuts. That was I good. do sometimes miss the breadsticks from Little Caesars, which are probably objectively awful, but they're good. This has been 90s Corner. <laughs> uh, you can't R. see, R. but we're all doing kickflips and turning our hats backwards. Do kids still... Is Chuck E. Cheese still a thing? Do kids go to Chuck E. Yeah. Cheese? COVID There's times, I don't know, four. but yeah. Huh? There's one on Route 4. I assume it's still... A I forget concern. if that's still there. Oh. Um, but I know which one you're talking about. Shout out to Route 4. Yeah. You fucking suck. You're slow. You don't have a shoulder a lot of the time. I don't like that, but we need you sometimes. We went to the Route 4 on Wendy's every single day in high school. And you know what I thought every time? What? Not as good on the as the one on 17. Well. This has been New Jersey roots we like and don't this, like. This has been come fucking stalk us corner. <laughs> um, good highway, bad highway. Yeah. You know, good highway, bad highway. It's like when when you're on a good highway, 
because the bad highway was really mean to you and the good highway comes in and is like, it's okay. You can, you know, use one of the three or four lanes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're like, you're, you're reasonable. I'll drive on you. I'll read the next one. This metaphor cannot sustain itself. This email is from Chad. Aloha. <laughs> uh, subject line, an email eventually about hair color. Aloha, JJB Pod crew. First off, it was fun having a piece of JoJo media to watch after so long, not counting the crossover episode. I hope everyone had an easy time finding a way to watch this uh, watch the first live action Rohad episode. I also want to thank Jackie for insisting on last week's show that I try uh, to watch Talentless Nan- Nana since you all liked it. I managed to watch the first three episodes with a Funimation free account. It, it's a fun show that I'm glad I didn't have to miss out on. Lastly, I noticed that live action adaptations of anime seem to be very inconsistent when it comes to a character's hair color. Rohan, for example, has the right clothes and hairstyle, but his hair isn't the traditional green from the anime. Compare this to the Diamond is Unbreakable movie where Josuke not only has his ridiculous pompadour style, his hair is extremely purple. Which do you prefer seeing? Here's hoping the new year is treating you all well. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. All of y- all of you hosts are, let's say, comfortable with swearing. So I'd like to recommend. <laughs> uh, so I'd like to recommend if you or any listeners haven't checked it out, the Netflix show "The History of Swear Words." It, it's a funny and surprisingly intellectual series on everyone's favorite naughty words. Thanks, Chad. We saw that like come up on Netflix, and Mark was like, "No." I no, I, saw, I, w- I indicated I like, that I was interested. Spot on imitation. No, of Mark, I was like, way. I would watch that, and you were like, no. I you sound think, exactly like him. I mean, in the, in that moment, like at that time, I didn't want to eat dinner and listen to celebs talk about fuck. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm open to it. I think I said as much. I don't think you did, but you always never want to watch anything unless it's anime. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> anime or like. Uh huh. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Movies starring all men from like the seventies, <laughs> and the movie is about disrespecting women. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> it, did you guys keep watching Talentless Nana? Yes. Yeah, we're on episode eight or nine now. Whoa! I didn't. It's good. Still I like kept it. watching Haikyuu. Mm, I was I'm going to answer Chad's question oh. and say, I think for live action, it's fine when they have a little more realistic of a look. But I have a lot more to say about his appearance. I also do. And my whole problem watching this and any other live action is sitting there and trying to figure out what I like better. If I like a what would this look like in real life kind of approach or they didn't go far enough. It should be like the movie Sin City or it should be like Scott Pilgrim or something. Mm. I think if this I mean, I don't know. OK, I don't want I don't want to talk about the, the style of it yet, but I liked it anyway. Uh. I think hair color doesn't matter as long for anime as long as they're Japanese. <laughs> as long as the actors uh, okay. Japanese. they're supposed to be Japanese. I know, but like right, 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 right. Right. Cuz like they in Sailor Moon they kind of they do both. So I'm going to I'm going to compare just spoiler for everyone, not spoiler, but like so you know what's coming. I'm going to compare the Rohan live action dramas to Sailor Moon live action, which is uh, Pretty Girl Sailor Moon uh, or Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Um but in that, like when they're regular girls that go to school, they have their regular like natural hair color, like a dark like black hair. 
um, when they're but then when they transform, their hair is blonde or brown or you know like a lighter a lighter brunette or whatever like to which is what they actually look like in the in the manga slash anime um so that was cool but it makes sense that like well i don't know i guess for jojo's like i think everybody's supposed to have crazy hair colors and stuff but i think it makes sense if you're just like people living in japan you're not gonna have like a you know bright orange or bright green hair or whatever you know and it's hard to make that look good and and like realistic looking i think like the way that it's not like i can't imagine you making that look good live action and make and have it still feel like it does in the anime you know or the manga yeah and i mean josuke technically doesn't have a colorful hair Mm -hmm. Uh, he doesn't technically have colorful hair but yeah i don't know i mean we'll get into it but my problem with this is the hairband in this in this show but yeah it looks kind of silly um it just also isn't very obvious that it's there uh, so that has been our mailbag, our email corner, our millionaire village. Again, if you have thoughts on what we talk about today or anything that we have watched or Jojo, whatever, you can write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com for your gratifying acknowledgement. Um, we also have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash jjbpod and uh, support uh, starts at just $1. That's right. You can still help us without even without barely noticing that your bank account is changing. Um, we also have a $3 tier, which just helps us more and gets a sincere thank you from us in the following fashion. Thank you to Mickey, Nocturnal, Leia, Aura, Disney, Caden, Nick, Celeste, Ghoster, Austin, Tim, Tyler, Martin, Michael, and Chad. You are good. And you are valid, and we see you. We love you. That was beautiful. Yeah. There's also a higher tier that we call the Boss Us Around tier. And it means that we will watch uh, some episodes of an anime that you recommend, or maybe an anime movie. If it doesn't seem on. If you don't recommend like a two and a half hour movie, don't go nuts. Watch two and a half hour movies. Because we also wanted to. That's true. And no R18 content. With that, let's take a quick break. And then we'll come back to talk about the drama, TV drama version of, I should have said, Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan. That's technically the the name Mm. in English or whatever, but he doesn't move. Back in a... Okay, and we are back. Once again, we are going to be talking about the TV drama version of Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan. Or Kishibe Rohan wa Gokanai. Um, actually, I forget if they use the last name first thing. Um, but anyway, yeah. It is a drama that came out a few weeks ago at, at the time of this recording. Uh, they ran three episodes nightly from December 28th through December 30th. Uh, at would be, I think, it looks like 10 p.m. their time. So I guess this is sort of, maybe this is like dark material for adults. So it's pretty dark. 10 p.m. I guess it's kind of dark, yeah. Ba, 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 ba. that's right so we saw episode one which is based on millionaire village uh and dna what dna oh is dna the third one yes that's right dna is the third episode which we i don't think have ever read or talked about um and episode two is the one that's based on a short story uh called kushagara 
So this will be, I guess, the first time anyone visually depicts one of these Rohan short stories. Mm. And I've never Whoa. read them. Um, the main actor, the main character, Rohan, is played by an actor named Issei Takahashi. Uh, I would like Miles to guess how old Issei Takahashi is. He looks old. He looks too old. I'm going to guess 36. How, how, Undercut, he's 40 years old. Oh how old is Rohan? Like 20. Back the the he's character is twenty. Yeah. Yes, he's supposed to be quite young. When we first mm-hmm. meet him, he's nineteen. I think by the time these take place, he might be a few years older. Wow, mm-hmm. nineteen with a with a successful manga career. Yeah, it's wow. JoJo's. It's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, he's got his own house. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He doesn't know shit about maintaining a steam heating system when he's nineteen. I think it makes more sense for his character to be older than he is. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it's not true to his character. Yeah. Um. And uh, I noticed, so I looked this up on the JoJo wiki, and they had they had found and translated some cast commentary. So I don't know if you. Well, I guess we should also say the other character in this episode, the other main characters, let's say, is uh, Kyoka Izumi, uh, Rohan's editor, who we do see, I think, much more briefly in the Rohan comic. Although I guess she is an important part of the Millionaire Village story. Mm-hmm. Um. She's in it. She's played by someone who's like 22. Okay. And appropriately on target. Uh, she's cute. She's cute. She's adorable. Much more annoying in this version, I think. Um, mm, I don't think so. Yeah, but she grew on me. No, I don't mean she's annoying to me personally. I liked her. Rohan is just sort of a, a grouch. But I'm yeah. just saying like the way she keeps pestering him, I think that was like new. I think it's more that Rohan is more of a weirdo asshole, yeah. at least in live action form. Yes. Um, and it also has EQ the little boy or kind of androgynous character mm-hmm. who is the butler to the villa they end up visiting um and do you want to hear the commentary of the cast the people that were in the show sure so this is from Issei Takahashi I never thought th- the day would come when I would be able to play Rohan-chan a character that I've loved since I was in high school So I was deeply moved. During the filming, I was conscious of how much I could physically express something like the continuity of movement between the panels of the original manga. This is something that I have never done before in my acting career, so it was a very, very enjoyable time for me as an actor. It was a real blessing to be able to discuss the design and details of Rohan's costumes with the staff over and over again. This is the comment from uh, Itoyo Marie, who played Kyoka Izumi. I really enjoyed filming this time because it was a drama adaptation of Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan, which is derived from the popular manga JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. We already know that. Each line of Rohan Kishibe played by Issei Takahashi is stylish and literary, and I hope you will enjoy his long conversations with Kyoka Izumi, his female editor and accomplice. <laughs> I am truly grateful for the opportunity to participate in this work. Half of that was just a plot summary. It or- it sounds like she didn't know what to say. It sounds like she had to do a PowerPoint the day of the assignment <laughs> and was like, Great Expectations is about people that reads back of book. I don't even know. Um, I mean, yeah, she's she's only been working in the industry. I looked up for like a few years and she's 22. So she probably didn't feel like she could say anything that was like yeah. deeper or she doesn't have the confidence to do so. But I just thought it was really funny that she just like reads the back of the box to you. Mm. Um, the other ones, I, I don't really care. Um, cool. I don't think other characters we've heard from yet. So, yeah. So this this show it looks more like a TV drama. It is fairly different from the anime OAV that we saw. Um, 
it's very not special effectsy. Um, yeah, but what they did was good. Yeah, the 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 heaven's door like face opening stuff. Yes, I was worried about it, and it was fine. I think it's yeah. They could have done. I don't know. I think it's the best you could do. <laughs> but like it, it was very clearly like just a page on top of their face. Yeah, in some shots, it's just like someone took a book and they just put it on top of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. when it's supposed to be that like it's your skin. You know, like the pages are your face, right? Isn't that how it's supposed to be? Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't it be like, so the pages should be also in the shape of your, oh, they are. Uh, they kind of were. They, they have are. holes in them. And I, I really liked, I don't remember if this was in the anime or the manga. That, but you should see blood and skin. Okay. That's well, what I think. Maybe. Um, But I liked how, again, maybe I just didn't notice it in the anime, that each of their books and their faces kind of took their style like um oh. one of them like the the robber that's like an invented character that's a sequence they put in at the beginning his is sort of like it reads like a diary or almost like a newspaper actually but mm-hmm. it's got a lot of like thoughts of different sizes eq's is very robotic and just straightforward and kyoka's is like a fashion magazine spread mm-hmm. like it's her posing in a bunch of different ways oh, and different outfits cute. it's great um, i thought that was really cool and i hope she got to keep that prop or something mm. um so yeah, and the, unfortunately, we don't see him break out. We don't see the heaven's door stand. He doesn't air draw anything in front of them. He he doesn't. Uh, he never describes it as a stand either. That's right. He just says, "I have an ability" or something, right? Mm-hmm. Or I have a power. Um, there's an invented early scene where two robbers are trying to break into his home, and he talks with them and he rambles in his Rohan way about how he needed to like see actual robbers and that's why he let them into his house because he's going to do a scene on robbers and he's just completely like seemingly oblivious to the danger that he's in Mm -hmm. um but i guess he just has the confidence to know like i can just stun these guys with heaven's door which he does by he holds up a drawing of heaven's door to one guy and the other guy, he just kind of throws his paintbrush in his face. He doesn't throw it. He just points it at him. Mm-hmm. And both of them are stunned and their faces peel open like heaven's door. Yeah. And they fall to the ground. Um, And then later when uh, his editor, Izumi, comes over uh, and she's, uh, she's fun. She's much more real. She's just sort of like, ah, oh, I brought all these heavy books for reference and he's not answering the door. What's up, Miles? I think why I didn't like her at first was that her acting when carrying the heavy books was extremely unconvincing. I was like, it doesn't look that heavy. What oh, are you doing? That just is anime to me. Like they're acting like they're in an anime, which feels right to me. I feel like a lot of Japanese drama is like this and yeah. I, I don't like it. I can't really get behind it. Oh, um, why? It just, it feels just like bad acting to me. Mm. It doesn't. It wasn't. It was yeah. really just the heavy books that she was not selling me on them being heavy okay i don't think i thought that i was also looking at the bag to see if if it was obviously lighter um i didn't see that but maybe you've got a real eye for people struggling with weight um i've got a real eye for it i just don't know uh if i like some of the over the topness of the acting it's like i mm. know that they're doing a comic book and it's an anime and stuff but it just it just unfortunately i think my brain when i look at live action i usually maybe it's a language barrier thing but i feel like they're acting silly yeah did you not acclimate after a while 
Oh, I mean, I grew ignorant to it. You know, I was like, well, whatever. That's what I'm watching. It really doesn't didn't bother me at all. I thought it was, I don't know. I thought it was well done. Um, I wonder, because I, I feel like I've only seen Sailor Moon live action, but I wonder if there was any other live action that I've seen that also has gotten me used to kind of live action anime acting. Well, did you see Crows, the Crows Zero movie or any of the Crows movies with us in no, college? No, no. Okay. Well, that was a thing. Technically... Yeah, I guess Ichi the Killer is based on a manga, but that acting is not that crazy, I don't think. Maybe it is. I, I don't, don't know. know. Um, but uh, yeah, and even even in the J-dramas I've seen clips of and stuff, Jackie was watching a bunch of Tokyo Girl, and I've seen some other Tokyo drama Tokyo Girl clips. is great, by the way, listeners. If you like uh, Japanese young ladies in the city being kind of shallow, but leveling up in success it's kind of like a gretzko if it was a real live action it seems depressing from the one episode i saw uh no it's not depressing okay everyone just seems really bitchy to each other everyone is bitchy but like men included in in, but not in an american way in a japanese way which means that it's like normal (laughs) fine (laughs) and not like too much i don't know meaning no one's being like over the top like yelling it's like a realistic kind of bitchy and shallow yeah you the, know my point though is it's like, it's like a lot of the acting i look at and i'm like no that's not what real people sound like it just feels weird and again i'm aware it could be a cultural like barrier but i think it's just more of like a cultural difference on approaching acting mm. I, I don't know i don't know but the, i've seen like long form japanese narrative movies and they seem realistic i don't know what it is but there's just something with dramas and anime live actions where i'm like you should stop doing that but, yeah, I don't know. Um, I also, I I believe this is going to sound nerdy, but I think this show was shot in thirty frames per second, which is a TV sort of look to it. Um, and it, it it just didn't look cinematic overall, which I thought was kind of disappointing. Um, and again, that might just be like that's how the Japanese drama TV industry is. They're not trying to look like it's a a movie that came to the screen to your you know to your tv like um it's supposed to it's 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 based on a manga it's trying to be manga anime style no, that's, that's not quite what i mean but a little bit more serious no that's not what i mean by that it, okay. it just it's shot in a mode that looks like tv it doesn't look ah, like a movie okay. and that is what it is it is tv but and it has a specific budget it does not have movie budget but i thought there was a lot of wasted opportunity for like interesting angles and stuff you know like the scene of Rohan stretching his fingers out and stuff, which I thought, I was like, oh, this is great. This is in the manga. I remember this. I remember him stretching out each of his little fingers. It felt like I was watching a, like a TV news, like long segment on like a weirdo, you know, manga author, mm. you know, instead of like, here's a comic book movie about this weirdo who is super serious about everything that he does. Overall, I did not love this. And I didn't love the way Takahashi played Rohan either. I thought he was a little too silly. I thought I... he wasn't cute enough to play Rohan. That's my main That's... complaint against him. The first thing I wrote down was that he was not hot enough. Yeah. I mean, and this was after they put Jotaro, like a 45-year-old man, as Jotaro in the, <laughs> the part four movie. What were you going to say, Miles? Let, let young hotties play young hotties. Yeah. You know? They do it with uh, the women. 
I was going to say I liked this. I thought it was, I was surprised at how much I liked it. It it could just be that I already love the story because we've seen this already. Mm. The Millionaire's Village story. Uh, and it's just like great to jump back into some Araki weirdness. But I, I thought it did it justice. I agree. I think, I think I, it's exactly what I, actually, it's probably better than I expected it to be because it could have been much, it could have been bad. Um, but I, I thought was it expecting was, bad. Yeah, it could have been bad. It was but definitely, I it, definitely could have been worse. I thought it was good. It was, uh, you know, it was a, exactly what I expect it to be, which is a live action representation of like manga anime style, but a little bit more serious because it's live action but i think they did a good job they didn't go crazy on the special effects um this is also like my probably my least favorite rohan story but i think it's a good intro to rohan um yeah so i think that's like for what it for what it is it i think it was a well done adaptation yeah, it does not talk about, uh, it doesn't have him stop and explain what a stand is or anything like that. It just... He just has an ability and that's all we need to know. Yeah. yeah. I still would have loved to have seen, I don't think it would be as hard to animate the actual little guy of his stand, but just to see that sort of flat neon image of Heaven's Door, just the face with the big wide brim hat, I would have liked to have seen that. Um, you know what? That's the only thing that I didn't like. Um, oh, okay. It also just, because probably because I know the story, I felt like this was also just long. This felt poorly paced to me. I was bored. Mm. Um, and again, mm. visually, it wasn't that interesting. Um, and Miles, I think you were you were asking what I what I was going to say about the headband. Yes. Yeah, so we, yeah, I, like I think I have a little more say on how he looks. But you were going to say something about his headband. Yeah. Oh, just that it isn't like a different color from his hair, so it doesn't really pop out. And yeah with his hair not being like green or anything it's just like black on black and it's barely there it's barely noticeable and uh i, th- I didn't like that i thought it looked like shit like they had bought some felt from joanne's yes. fabrics and crafts and just like cut it up yeah and i feel like like his earring looked good i thought his clothes were okay like he wears like i th- feel like his trademark is like he shows his midriff yeah i don't remember what he was wearing in this because i think that is like a trademark of the rohan offshoots a uh, spinoffs rather yeah. are that he's wearing different clothes from part four you know mm. Mm. here it's it's like fashionable but it kind of looks like he just forgot to tuck his shirt in you know yeah, what i mean it's like half tucked half untucked i guess that's a fashion move i guess yeah i guess um, but I, I don't know. I, I think it, it's a wonderful and weird story and it came across that way. Are they missing anything or did I, did I, am I confusing Rohan's? Is there something where Kyoka has a box that like blood or some, or bugs start coming out of? Yes. There was a part where they like bring a dead bird or something into the, right. right. They find a dead bird in the forest and they decide to bring it into the village for some reason. That whole part was gone. Okay, yeah. I don't remember this. Yeah. Um, yeah, unless I'm like mixing it up with a different Rohan story, but I don't think I am. Yeah, in the anime, he, his his clothes are totally, totally different. Um, I mean, I know they can't... Again, there's there's not as much budget for TV, not nearly as much as movies. Um, and so, yeah, they can't like sit there and have a, a talented... Um, what's the gender neutral term for like seamstress? Sewer? costume maker what is it 
they don't have they can't have the wardrobe team like spend all this time recreating mm-hmm. a comic book uh drawing but uh i wasn't yeah. super impressed i mean i guess i got the idea that he's fashionable and that's like you know it's not just an untucked shirt or whatever yeah i guess all of it was fine except the headband it looked mm-hmm. like shit yeah yeah and that's like that's the that's the constant with rohan right that's like a recognizable thing it's not necessarily oh the rohan shirt except yeah half the time his stomach is showing but uh yeah i also we're not going to go into the plot because you 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 all know the rohan millionaire village ova plot you know it um except us uh (laughs) i forgot what it was like but um the character of kyoka's boyfriend is half invented for this drama Mm. i found it very confusing it was very poorly told um and portrayed it is basically that you know her boyfriend has this lead on this fancy millionaire's village where you go and if you move in you become very successful you become a millionaire Mm -hmm. and she hears about it from him and then kind of like shoves it into rohan's like you know world of being like why don't you don't you want to check that out doesn't that sound interesting but in the tv drama they add on this thing that he has amnesia and right that she wants to do anything to help him kind of remember things but this actor just looks like he's kind of stoned and is just like out of it and he's holding their adorable dog and the dog is great there's a scene where and this is true to the ova the dog didn't die the dog did not die right but maybe that's why he's in this maybe that's why they had a dog to be like, haha, we will be different in the live action. We will not. Oh, I see what you're saying. You mean yes. as like a JoJo meta commentary? That's true. Yeah. Um. And she does. I remember in the, in the OVR in the manga, she fucks something up, right? And then she does get a phone call that someone died. Was it her mm-hmm. boyfriend or was it the dog in the in the manga? I can't believe I it don't was, remember this. Oh, I don't remember it was in the manga because I didn't read it. I don't remember it was in the anime either. That's what I mean. And I did watch it. Manga and anime are very very close. It don't matter. Um. Yeah, so she gets a phone call because she fucked up how to hold a teacup or something. And it's like, we then kind of cut back to her boyfriend who's just like wandering into the street. So you know, he's someone who really should have someone watching after him. Like she knows he has a condition, but she leaves him alone with their little dog. But like the way it's shot, they don't even really try to depict a car hitting this guy. At one point, it looks like his eyes are tracing like a car is driving past him. Did you guys get that vibe? Like when you watch the actor's eyes, doesn't it look Mm -hmm. like he's watching something go past him and then they play the noise? I did not. I was confused. I was like, did he just watch an accident happen? He was dressed like a stand user though. Was he? I don't remember what he's wearing. Just very flowy clothes. Okay. Um, Yes. Okay to that. And okay to this. Um, In the OAV, in the comic, the source material perhaps, Izumi gets a phone call that her mom and fiance both die. Mm. And Rohan sees a box that had a, a chick in it and it's bleeding and like bugs and shit are coming out of it. Mm. They should have done that in the live action. Uh, yeah, they should have done it with real animals too. No. They should have ground them up and stuff. Um, and so they show her like weirdo stoned, like, uh, you know, drifting boyfriend get hit by a car and then when, you know, when Rohan kind of talks EQ into or talks the gods of the mountains into forgiving them, then we see that her boyfriend is okay and has lived. But at the end of the episode, it seems like they they try to show 
how he got amnesia was because he was hit by a car in the first place? Did you guys get that? No, he was hit by a car. Like before this story took place. No, no, no. He got hit by the car, and but he was fine. Right, but I think they show him in different clothes, looking a little bit more aware. Yes, and he that gets was oh. very confusing. And I, I think that's what they were trying to do because she said that he had an accident or something, or she, she, she alludes to it. But I was thinking anybody who watched this might think this guy just got hit by another car later, <laughs> because it could just be you know later on in time, and that it's just like the show is being like just kidding. You know, somehow he always gets hit by a car. Um, but yeah, they don't really explain it. They just show, again, different clothes. Thankfully, they actually show the vehicle and it, it cuts before it hits him. But then it shows him looking, I guess he's like cured or something. I don't know. He's not really developed at all. And that, that part yeah. is told very poorly. So then I don't like how they made it less dark and bloody. Hmm. Yeah, and I think the I think my, the best casting and I think the best acting job maybe. Well, the acting again, I didn't think was great overall, but I think the boy EQ uh was really well cast. I think that this boy, this actor is 12 years old. Um and I think he did a great job being like formal and pleasant but also unsettling yeah. and needlessly uptight about manners and stuff. Um Okay, but I did not like his dry ass lips. Oh, do you have dry ass lips? Oh. Yeah, you should have put some chapstick on those dry ass lips. I didn't lips. notice. I was putting on a ton of chapstick before we started recording because somehow I guess I wasn't paying attention to my lips and I have a cut like right up here. Oh no. And it hurts. It does not feel good. He's pointing to his dick. No, that's that's not what happened. <laughs> um, uh, That didn't bother you how dry his lips were? Come on. I don't know. Maybe we don't pause and look at everyone's lips the way you do. Uh-oh. You don't you don't pause and look at everyone's lips. He had some thick lips. I remember. Yeah, he had some thick lips, and they were dry. That. I did not realize. Well, he has a lot of surface area. Yeah, you know, you and I can just. On that, like, I think it's impolite. Chapstick. I think it's impolite to have dry lips in front of people. Interesting. That's what I. Do think. you think it's impolite if people show up to work or class with like whiteheads, with zits? Oh, I've definitely done that. Yeah. Uh, it's probably the healthier option. I but. do not know. I think it's impolite to not look your best. What? But who gets to be the arbiter of this? You just got to try. You just got to look like you're trying. Check me out at the morning meeting saying, ladies, some of you need to be wearing makeup and aren't doing it. No, you just got to look like you're trying. I've come into my current job with big gross sits and bedhead sometimes. Yeah. Well... I, am I think that's impolite. Now out of a job, and <laughs> and I, you're I, just rude. And everyone's been meaning you're to rude. tell you your coworkers have been reaching out, and they're worried about you. They think you're losing I'm it. Always rude to people. <laughs> I don't help when asked. Uh huh. Um, just and really people hate me for it. Ticking off all the boxes. Yeah. Great coworker, you sound like. Um, I like how Rohan. By the way, he didn't. He, he just got himself out of the situation by being like. Uh, being polite is bullshit, basically, right? Wasn't he just like, uh, yes. you judging me for being impolite is actually impolite, so it's fuck rude. you. And you're the uh, rude one, stepping on the mats. He humiliated that child, the poor <laughs> yeah. child. I felt it bad was pretty for great. I didn't remember what Rohan does in the original story with the corn, so I was excited to see how he would eat the corn. But yes. it's like his hand gets disabled, which I don't remember if that happened in the original 
in the anime. Yeah. I don't think it does. I don't remember. It, I think it does. It seems okay. familiar. Um, but it's like boring how he gets out of it. In this, mm-hmm. you mean? Yeah. In general, yeah. Well, I like it that he, the, the boy suddenly is like, oh shit, I'm stepping on the, the border of the tatami. That wasn't boring. The, um, the corn thing specifically. Oh, the fact that he just does it, that he just yeah. bites it. Yeah. Um, it was like they didn't really build up the idea, I guess, that he can't use his other hand because it's disabled and you're supposed mm. to eat corn with two hands. Mm. Um, I would, I want to watch someone eat corn with a knife and fork. Uh, well, if you've ever seen people take the, the nibblets off a of corn, you could use a knife technically to shear them off. Yeah, I want to see that. All right, I'll get on Zoom in like an hour. Thank you. No, that no corn. Do it on Twitch. Oh, twitch.tv slash JJBpod. I did not stream seven days that week. I streamed four nights in a row. And it was tough. I'm telling you to stream yourself doing housework instead of whatever bullshit you do normally. No one will like that. <laughs> Maybe just you, but there are like peer-to-peer video calling services that we use that you could just call me on and I'll I don't know, make corn. Okay. I'll do a corn shucking stream. How's that? I love to shuck I would, corn. I would love that. What, has anyone done corn shucking ASMR? Get, I'll get one of those ear mics and I'll shuck some corn around you. I mean, I'm looking up nude corn shucking. You should no. get rid of the nude part. Um, <laughs> you're going to find fan art of like... built un- into my all my searches by default. <laughs> yeah. You're going to find like fan art of like someone peeling like corn husks and there's like a naked person in the corn. Surprisingly, it's all not. They just, it, Google just ignored nude intelligently. Yeah, you got to turn off safe search, buddy. What makes you think I have it on? Graduate to the big leagues. Um, what else can be said about this this show? Because we are not on topic. I liked the music. Yeah, the music was pretty good. I know it wasn't like the regular JoJo's music, which we all know and love. Actually, I, I don't know what I'm talking about, but it didn't feel like regular JoJo's music, but I still liked it. There was like some weird free jazz. There was a lot of backwards stuff. It was good unsettling stuff. I also liked how during the credits, it was just Rohan sipping tea. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, the... You didn't watch the credits. What I, are you doing, man? I don't really remember it. Yeah. He puts on a record and it's just as the credits are rolling by, he's just sitting there sipping tea. Mm. oh yeah, yeah 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 and you relate to that don't it was you? good yeah man um also at the end of the anime and this i know was added for the anime it was not in the manga but at the end of the ova he tells um koichi okuyasu and josuke about the story they added that in as like fan service for the anime fans and so you know were they going to like cast and costume three very important Jojo characters for one stinger scene at the end of this? No, of course not. Um, but, you know, it would have been cool. Um, been cool. Let me check my notes. Um, I wrote why headlamps for my first note. I Apparently at the beginning I thought I was going to notate every single thing. I, it was stupid. The robbers are wearing, one of them's wearing a headlamp. What are you doing? You can see fine. That's just going to distract. That's People are going to see that. The other guy has a flashlight. Um, they, they they do basically the JoJo sort of name censor treatment to the comic uh, and magazine names in this. So Shueisha mm-hmm. becomes Shumeisha and Shonen Jump becomes Shonen Jumbo. Uh, pretty good. Which is, is pretty good. 
Um, yeah, there I, were things that uh, I don't know if they were in the anime, but they still outraged me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That she is his editor and has doesn't read manga. <laughs> like, how did she get an editor job at this big manga company? Oh uh, yeah. Without having read manga, also when he draws, he starts with ink. He never pencils. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's true of him. I think yeah. that's a Rohan thing. That's so cool. It's okay. yeah, it's completely unrealistic, but it's great. Um. Oh, here's a piece of trivia I noticed in the credits. There's apparently I didn't even notice it because again that car hitting shit was filmed so poorly. But there's an off-screen police officer voice, and it's Takahiro Sakurai, who's the voice of the animated Rohan, uh, in the OVAs oh, cool. and the JoJo TV show. Um, I thought that was really really cool. Um. Yeah, look, I don't know what else to say about this Shonen Jumbo adaptation other than like, uh, I didn't hate it, but not a huge it fan. Like you hated it. I'm interested to see what the short story adaptation we're getting next is like. And, uh, you know, for episode three, maybe I'll read the manga beforehand. So I'll have a, a point of reference. And I can also say many more times it was better in the comic. <laughs> I liked it. I thought, like, you know, you, you can't really adapting a manga is going to be hard and i think mm-hmm. that it was really fun to watch and everybody did a good job and i liked it adapting anything is hard ask charlie kaufman mm. true yeah you might get addicted to green plant cocaine in the process <laughs> um i yeah I, I agree with jackie i had very low expectations and it exceeded those very low expectations and honestly, my biggest, biggest criticism is that this Rohan is not hot enough. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I think that it would have done a lot of favors for itself if it shot this in 24 frames per second. And they, they you know, put the camera at more different angles. You know, I don't give a shit what your budget and schedule is like. Get those crazy shots, you know? Mm. Make it look like a goddamn comic book. Mm. Get nutty. Anyway. Yeah, get nutty. And, you know, get a real headband. Um, again, you can follow us on Twitter, at JJBpod. Email us your thoughts. If you have BTS info about this show, you can send messages to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Besides that, do we have anything else? No. No? All right. Everyone, have a great week. We will talk to you next week. Be good, everyone. Be good Goodbye. to each other. Goodbye. Jackie, say goodbye. Bye. Everybody from left to right.